And so he comes in and he does these low swooping circles all around the farm, you know, like maybe 300 feet up in the air. Yeah. Swooping around. Everybody's, ah, you know, yeah, exactly. And then he, I guided him in and he lands. I tried to get him in and land him so that the helicopter was landing right in this narrow point of view where people could see yeah. it land. Ladies and gentlemen, life is all about seizing opportunities. You need to be present, be engaging, and you need to take chances. The wedding industry is no different, and you only get one chance to create the perfect day. <clears throat> Welcome to the show. Guys, my name is AJ Cruz, and I am the owner of a company called Buttoned Up Weddings and Events. We're a small but mighty team, and today we're at Lilac Hills Wedding and Event Center with Chris Maxson? Yep. Is that how you it. say it? Yeah, that's it. I've been reading it on your email, and I'm like, <laughs> I really hope I'm saying this Maxon, right. Maxon, 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 Maxon. Yeah, yeah. But we're here to talk to him today a little bit about his like upcoming, um, how he started the, you know, his wedding venue, and a little bit about him and his personality. So, um, Chris, I want to, I want you to take some time right now just to kind of give yourself your your introduction and sort of your origin story of how you kind of sure. how Chris came to be. <laughs> well, we know how all that started, but. Um, I was born and raised in Louisville, uh, just grew up in a small little house at the end of main street. And it was actually, that house was actually one of the oldest houses in Louisville that was built by the same family that built the house out here at Lilac Hill and established this farm back in the 1920s. And, uh, my parents, we were living out there. My dad saw this property and he just kind of fell in love with it. He saw the big, beautiful trees and the way the land laid. And uh, so he established kind of a relationship, a, a, you know, a friendly relationship with the old gal that lived here. She was the last of the family. And I even remember coming out to visit her when I was a little kid. She had like 10 cats that hung out up at the house I and all cats. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um so he just, he fell in love with this property. Uh, and uh, when, after she passed away, the place became available on the market and he snapped it up. And it was a completely just run down mess. I mean, it was just horrible. There was farm equipment everywhere. And uh, so he bought it and we started clear cutting. And I basically, this whole place was my childhood. I spent all my years as a child pulling weeds, hauling brush, stacking firewood, everything. So, um, child labor, man, oh, <laughs> such, it was such free labor. Um, so anyway, I mean, as a kid, maybe I didn't care for it as much, but it, as an adult, yeah. especially once I had my own family and started bringing my kids out here, I started to appreciate it so much more. And once, you know, I saw everything that my dad had done as far as landscaping, I really appreciated the beauty of it. So, um, so anyway, my, my dad passed away in 2015 and um, he took care of my mom here, who was severely debilitated for 14 years prior to that. And um, after he passed away, my brother and I were just kind of discussing, you know, what are we going to do with this place? Mm -hmm. it's, it's a big property. It's 80 acres. Um, and I don't live here and he doesn't live here. And, and so what are we going to do with this? And so I just I threw out the idea that this would be a hell of a place to get married. You know, you've got all these big, beautiful trees out here, the landscaping, that old barn that sits in the backdrop down there, this lovely little flat area all around it. And so I brought up the notion of what if we held weddings out here? Mm -hmm. And so we bantered around different ideas like, OK, so are we going to 
just, you know, open it up for like tent weddings or, you know, somebody comes out here and parks a couple trailers out there and we went through all kinds of different scenarios. And then we decided, you know, it's Nebraska, it's not California. Uh, you can't really rely upon the weather being yeah. all that cooperative. <laughs> Gotta love Nebraska. And yeah, Nebra- yeah, I love <laughs> Nebraska too, but it still sucks. Yeah, uh, when it comes to outdoor stuff. So, um, we dreamt up this notion of building a barn mm-hmm. and where this the you know where the property how the property laid this happened to be just the right spot for it. And also my, my dad was, my dad loved timber frame construction. Mm -hmm. He loved that rustic look. Um, he even subscribed to a magazine that was dedicated to timber frame buildings. Not Playboy. (laughs) No, like most timber frames frames is what, you know, got him going, not Playboy. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And so I, I even, I flipped through them. I, I fell in love with that stuff too, because it was always around me, you know, Mm -hmm. I, developed a, a sense of uh, appreciation for that type of construction and the beauty around it. So we, after we decided and talked things through, we decided timber frame was the way to go. And, um, you know, I never really, I never really thought of being any in the wedding industry in any mm. way whatsoever. Um, you know, who knows what I wanted to do when I was a kid or even in my twenties. But I remember my parents, like we threw parties out here for friends and family yeah. and, uh, and down in this area that's close to where we're doing weddings now. And, uh, we'd have huge bonfires and picnic tables out everywhere and invite people from church and everything and have a big potluck dinner. And it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so I think some of that's kind of stuck with me like, Hey, parties are fun. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, knowing how beautiful this place is and, you know, over the years, I've always seen the appreciation that people have when they come down from Omaha or friends and family come down from Omaha. This is like a little retreat. This is, you know, this is something special. It's not, yes, Arbor Lodge is pretty, but you go there for two hours and it's not, there's nothing intimate about it. Yeah. There's something intimate here. There's a feeling of seclusion. There's, um... You know, just appreciating all the big, beautiful trees and woods and everything around you. So, um, yeah, I just, I decided weddings are actually be kind of a fun thing to do. Absolutely. I like that. And I like like listening to the way that you talk about it because you have a lot of passion in your voice when you talk about yeah. it, which is a big deal, especially yeah. in this industry. And the, the reason is, is because like, let me jump back to a point really quick. So sure. you said that you didn't know that, like, you didn't know that you were going to get into the wedding industry, right? Like no. you didn't, they, no this kind of just fell in your lap, right? Yeah. I remember there was a very distinct moment in my life about a year and a half ago. I was in that house. I told you that my grandma's house is like right down the street, was right down the street from here. I remember sitting in that house. I remember like telling her, I was like, I know someday I'm going to start a business. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know when. I just know that when it's right, it's going to be right. That I, that I knew as well. Yeah. I did know that back in my previous life. I knew that as well. You had like an entrepreneurial itch. Yeah. I just, I I didn't want to work for somebody else for Mm -hmm. the rest of my life. So I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, you're good. But like the biggest thing is like outside of like not wanting to work for yourself for like, or not wanting to work for somebody else is like, yeah, the bigger picture was like, I knew I always knew I wanted to make something. Right. Uh-huh. And that was my biggest driving force getting into the wedding industry. Cause I was yeah. like, I'm shooting weddings anyway. If out of everything I've shot, I've done real estate. Yep. I've done music videos. Yeah. I've done, I've done weddings. I've uh-huh. done small business. I've done the agency life. Yeah. Weddings are where like my passion is. Yeah. Like you, you walk into a wedding, you, you meet the bride, you meet the groom you make some of the best friends of your life, but outside of that, you make friends with the, the bridesmaids, oh, yeah. the groomsmen, the mm-hmm. guests, the grandma, right? Yeah. And so like you walk away with these friends and it's like, 
to go back to my point is like, I never knew I was going to get in the wedding industry. And so like, that's really cool to hear you say that you like, you know, this just, it just kind of happened. Yeah. You know, it was like grew organic. organically. Yeah. So like my biggest question for you is, you know, did you, well, first of all, I want to, did you help build this? Let's, let's put it this way. <laughs> if my wife asked me to fix a, a leaky faucet, I'd end up burning the house down. Yeah. I'm not a handy guy. You'd light the water on fire. Yeah. I would light, literally light the water on fire <laughs> in some way, shape or form. Um, so I'm not the handiest of guys, mm-hmm. but I did have, I put a lot of research into it and mm-hmm. I found plans that I liked. I looked at tons of other venues all over the country as mm-hmm. far as what they look like, what the basic floor plan was. And, you know, there's some really, really high end fancy ones, pretty low end ones. And so I put my brother and I helped, we worked together to design it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did the project management. Okay. Um, I did, I mean, I did do things. My brother and I did things like select the light fixtures and certain finishes, things okay. like that. But yeah, you asked me to nail, uh, put a nail in a piece of wood. No, it's not going to happen. Smashing brother. your thumb or something. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a Homer Simpson moment yeah. for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's not really awesome. Yeah. That would kind of suck. But, um, yeah. so like my, my biggest thing I want to know is like, what sort of obstacles did you face building this? Cause not everyone who owns a wedding venue built the wedding venue from ground up. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like, what if somebody wants to build a like some, if somebody wants to do what you're doing right uh-huh. and somebody wants to make their own wedding venue and they want to take that like shot they want to shoot their shot right yeah what kind of obstacles should they anticipate because like what did you deal with <coughs> well or endure <laughs> it, the biggest thing I, I I think the biggest problem was you know we were trying to do so much ourselves mm-hmm. design so much ourselves that um, you know we were doing so many things just kind of on the fly mm-hmm. by the flying by the seat of our pants. You know, we were pouring concrete before I had even really decided, decided where light fixtures were going to go, what light fixtures were going to look like. Um, there were certain windows sizes that we hadn't chosen yet. Mm-hmm. So we were really making things up as we went along. And so if somebody wanted to build a building, I would say, Add on at least another six months to whatever you think your time frame is and use that six months to really get all those details locked down. Fine tune it. Yes. Yeah. Don't try to just do this on the fly because mm-hmm. um, you're going to you're going to encounter a lot of stress between you, your builder, you know, the, the city inspectors, the county inspectors, all of that. You're going to encounter a lot of that. Now, we we got through all those things, mm. you know, uh, there were times when, you know, my builder was sending me emails, giving me phone calls, like, where the hell is this? What? I need answers on this now. Yeah. Like literally now. <laughs> and I don't have answers on this. Yeah. Um, and so if you can plan ahead appropriately, mm. add another six months, you know, we, let's see, I think we, we decided upon building this in, I want to say May of May or June of 2018. So that's when I started doing weddings. Yeah. It's meant to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's when we decided to do this. And we yeah. had my brother and I were drinking up beer up at the house and we sketched out the basic floor plan and uh, started interviewing builders. Mm-hmm. We also started the whole financial process then. That's the other thing. Get your financial ducks in a row. Make sure that, you know, Go talk to your bank. Make sure you can get approved. Uh, make sure you have all that set. 
in stone and ready to go. Definitely. Um, and I don't mean, I don't mean to interrupt you on this, but like, I I think that's a big thing to hit on, especially like in the wedding industry, starting a business, whatever you're doing, do things that you don't mess with your finances and your, your like your legalities, right? Yep. Yep. So, sorry, I just want to, no, 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 you're absolutely (laughs) right. I mean, I've, I've had to learn all this on the fly very, very quickly. So, I mean, from, it was like May and June and my builder right away was like, Hey, uh, if you're going to have this done by next, like May 1st, by May 1st of 2019, mm-hmm. we got to pour concrete like middle of October because, you know, the things start to freeze, all that. And uh, we got have to hope and pray that the weather holds off so that, you know, we don't get snow on top of everything. So it was a lot of scrambling mm-hmm. that I do wish that we had started the process six months earlier. If we had, if we could have started six months earlier, or if we just had, we could have, we just didn't, mm-hmm. um, that would have been a tremendous help. So if you're looking to build from the ground up, give yourself more time. Don't think, oh, hey, um, I want to open in May of 2022. So, you know, we can probably break ground in July of 21. If you're thinking that, push that up at least three months mm-hmm. to where you're breaking ground as soon as the the ground, you know, unthaws and mm-hmm. all that ground on thaws that that was sweet d d thaws d thaws <laughs> thoughts in my head yeah <laughs> d thaws there's a new word um so yeah just give yourself plenty of time yeah get your finances in order um and then all the other little things that you need to do to figure out how to actually run a wedding venue you can do that while con- while construction goes on mm. i did a ho- i spent so much time on like managerial stuff before I got the construction phase yeah. going, which was okay. But mm-hmm. still, I wish I kind of had postponed that, gotten construction stuff going first, and then you would have done it differently. I would have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it's turned out good. What the hell? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. so far we're, we're we're doing just fine. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. That's yeah. super cool. So like being a newer venue because you opened up this year, right? Yep. Officially. No, uh, officially. Con- congratulations. Like, yeah. That's super awesome. Thank good, you very much. Good year. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's been a. A shockingly good year, good. considering all the circumstances around it. COVID was actually kind of a blessing for us because yeah. we picked up weddings from other places that had to cancel mm-hmm. and bride shut down. Yeah, exactly. Shut down. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> know what you're talking <laughs> completely about. Completely closed. Yeah, yeah. Completely like, yeah, literally done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it's been good. Um, could have been better, but you know, at the same time that we did a lot of weddings this year, mm-hmm. I've also booked a lot for next year. Like I've kind of been blown away by it. How quickly next year booked up. I've got already some booked for 2022 and I actually have one booked for 2023. Mm, that's super awesome. Yeah. Which is like, wow. That's going to really? feel good though. Cause you're like, okay, I've already got one secured in 2023. Like yeah. you need to start kind of hacking away at that slowly. Yeah. You know? Yep. And dude, 2021 is going to be crazy. Oh, it's going to be nuts. I've got some weekends where I have, or there's a weekend in May where I have a tiny wedding on a Thursday and then I've got full blown weddings on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and another tiny wedding on a Monday. Seriously? How the hell I'm going to manage that? I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I'm, I'm excited. For I've you. got, I've got a few of those weekends where it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday weddings back to back to back. Definitely. And you said you like, you know, so you started doing the managerial side first and then you worked on the construction side, yeah. right? I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're probably still learning as you go. Like every Absolutely. wedding is different. Like there's always lessons to learn, right? Oh yeah. What are some of those, like, what are some of the things that you kind of realized in your first couple of weddings? Don't get a keg for a cash bar. No. 
I learned that lesson the hard way. So I had very nice couple, very nice family, uh, but they were on a bit of a budget. So they wanted, and it was one of my very first kind of bigger weddings. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to just do cash bar. And uh, so they said, Hey, can we get a keg of bush light there? Sure. No problem. Mm, Uh, So I got a keg of bush lights and um, we waited. We didn't tap it right away. First guy comes up, says he wants a bush light. We tapped it, gave him a beer and that was the last beer I sold out of that keg. I had to eat the rest of that. Dope. Oh. Yeah. That was a little like, oh, why didn't I see this coming? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? Just correct it. Yep. Move on. Yep. Change the course. Exactly. And, like, do it yeah. Again. So do- yeah, just little things like that. Um, over communicating, mm-hmm. you know, it's even huge. though it, it really is. Yeah. I mean, just communicating as much as I possibly can, uh, whether it be in the sales process or in the planning process or the day of just, hey, do you want this? Mm. Is this how you would like this to be? Or, you know, hey, I've got a, I've got a suggestion, you know, that maybe you could maybe we can move things around a little bit mm-hmm. like this so that you know, things would flow a little bit better. So over communicating, um, what are some other lessons I've learned? that are ultimately important. Yeah. Don't buy a keg for a cash bar. <laughs> that's, that's the number one takeaway. <laughs> that one really, really that stuck one with hurt. me. Yeah. <laughs> but just uh, the, the other thing I've learned is be, be fun, be laid back. Mm-hmm. Um, because the bride and groom is, you know, especially the bride, mother of the bride, all them. I mean, they're, they're wanting to put on a really nice event, a really nice day mm-hmm. And the more I can do to make that laid back for them to relieve that stress, even not, not necessarily from the notion of, Hey, I'll provide a whole bunch of extra services for you, but just speaking in a calm, cool manner, mm-hmm. um, being friendly and fun and cracking jokes rather than, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of stories from places where the, the venue manager was just kind of a real prickly person that just. Kind of add the L-Y to that. So yeah, that yeah, the, yeah, just a real prickly person that didn't want to really be there, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? um, so be fun and laid back. It's mm-hmm. a party, man. Have yeah. fun. Yeah, I've, I, I, I think I, I think about that every single time I go into a wedding is I want to be the least stressful person on their wedding day. Yeah. Because I know a lot of, you know, photographers, not going to name names by any means, but like I've met photographers who, you know, they're... Yeah. Oh, go, we got to go, go. go. We got to yeah. go. Yeah. And like, I've seen it. There's here. nothing that stresses me out more than being like rushed. And I couldn't imagine, like, oh, yeah. I'm not married, but I couldn't imagine like on my wedding day being rushed to go do something that I'm not mm-hmm. ready to go do yet. Or, yeah. you know, like I get it. You need to keep the momentum moving. You need to keep the day moving. You're on a schedule, but like at the <clears> same <throat> time, you're there as a servant, right? Yep. You're there to make their day less stressful Absolutely. and to capture the wedding day, be their friend, be a rock star. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing that a lot of people lose sight of. And that's one thing that I've tried and I've told, you know, Zach, Zach's behind the camera. So hi Zach. Yeah. Hi Zach. <laughs> but I've told Zach and I've told Yoshi. So Yoshi's our photographer and Zach's our filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And I've told them too, like your number one goal is to be their friend. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's your number one. I mean, your number one goal is to capture like the video. Or the, that's pretty important, right? That's what the there's one for. a one B. Yeah. yeah. But like you're there to make sure, like I want you to walk away from that wedding making sure that they know who you are. Mm-hmm. So that means you have to dance on the dance floor, dance with grandma. <laughs> that means you have to go, you know. I did that once. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. I dance all the time yeah. at receptions. My bartender not? gave me a funny look. I it's, like, ah, whatever. Yeah, it's a party. Yeah. It's a party. So like that's, and you need to treat it like that professionally, but like 
You're there to do a job and you're there to make an experience. Yeah. So that's number one thing. So like my biggest, so another, not my biggest question. I say my biggest question to you, but another question for you is um, like, what's one of your favorite memories like in your first year? Like what's one thing <laughs> outside of the, the, the cash keg or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say that's your favorite. Memory. There's, there's two that come to mind yeah. and I hope I don't get a little too sappy and sentimental here, but mm-hmm. the, the first time um, we had a tiny wedding out here on May 30th. And it was the first time that a bride walked down the grand staircase out there. Mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful day. It was, uh, it had been raining all morning and I was like worried for the bride, but she was just super plucky, positive. And she's like, I even like called her a couple days ahead and said, they're saying it's going to rain all day. Mm -hmm. And do do we want to make other arrangements? What if she's Mm -hmm. "Ah, just going to see what happens. And about 45 minutes before, uh, the ceremony stopped raining. Birds were singing like crazy. It was green and just gorgeous out there. And seeing her walk down there was an awesome moment. Yeah. It was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know, because uh, it's just, it was absolutely beautiful. Absolutely. Because that's always what I kind of envisioned when we put in these grand stairs out there was brides would make their entry coming down there. And that's what sold a lot of people was, oh, I want to I walk down the I stairs. Wanna, I can see myself right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, another moment was um, I had a wedding here on September 12th, which was the five-year anniversary of my dad's passing and also my mom's birthday. My mom is still alive, uh, again, severely debilitated. Um, and so I, when I told, it was, it was an older couple that was getting married that day. And when I told them that that was my mom's birthday, she invited my mom to the wedding. And so my mom's caretaker brought her down and my mom got to attend the wedding. That is so yeah. awesome. Yeah. That says a, like, so the wedding couple invited. Yeah. The wedding couple invited. That says they a lot. They said, you need to bring your mom down here. Some of the coolest things happen on the oh, yeah. days. Yeah. And like some, like that warms my heart. Seriously. Oh yeah. That's, no, they, they were a wonderful couple. I, it, it choked me up. It's choking me up a little bit now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just, I, I was blown away by that. Yeah. So just, you know, those are probably the two biggest moments that stand out to mm-hmm. me as far as really cool things that happen on, oh, there is, there's another thing that's not so sappy and sentimental, but just <laughs> friggin' awesome. Um, <laughs> I had a couple come visit me back in, I think June and they wanted to get married in October. Uh-huh. Really just a fun, gregarious couple. And we're sitting up on the front porch of the house, uh, chatting about, you know, what's going to happen that day. And it turns out that the, the groom, he's a helicopter enthusiast. I think he served in the military at some point in time. Um, anyway, he's like, he was just sitting there and kind of butted into the conversation and said, it'd be really cool. if we flew in here in a helicopter and I looked at him, I was like, Oh, you got to do that, man. You, that you so have to come here in a helicopter. And so we were getting closer and closer to the wedding. And like two weeks before, they found a helicopter for a reasonable price. Now, only the bride and groom and me knew about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody else, even their parents didn't know about it. <laughs> and so, yeah, so it was cool. So we're, all the guests were like hanging out inside here ahead of the wedding. I think there may have been a couple of people out on the patio or whatever, but I knew what time was supposed to arrive. So I kind of went up to the, this, we selected a spot, went up to the field and sure enough, you see this helicopter come in and it's also painted. It's got the Huskers logo on the side. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Not this year, but yeah, last you know, year. <laughs> in, in the nineties. Yeah, cool. yeah. In the nineties, they were really cool. Um, so he came in and he, I mean, he made a beeline for the field, landed. I texted the bride 
and said he's here, they went out the back of the barn and hustled all the way up to this field. It's like a 600-foot walk up there. And uh, got in the helicopter and took off. Well, people inside, they heard the helicopter. They may have seen it, but didn't really think much of it. So bride and groom are just gone for like 20 minutes. And so a few minutes before they're set to come back, I yell at everybody, it's time to start, going out to the ceremony area. Everybody goes and sits down. Yeah. And out by where our grand staircase is, they, they're looking up towards the field where this helicopter is going uh-huh. to land. And so he comes in and he does these low swooping circles all around the farm, you know, like maybe 300 feet up in the air. Yeah. Swooping around. Everybody's, you know, yeah, exactly. And then he, I guided him in and he lands. I tried to get him in and land him so that the helicopter was landing right in this narrow point of view where people could see yeah. it land. And then the bride and groom got out and the bride walked to the top of the staircase. The groom kind of walked around and then they proceeded from there. But yeah, we've had a helicopter wedding here. It's pretty never, badass. Did they get on a video? Please send me that a videographer. Oh yeah. They yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I know I need to find, I need to find that guy and get video. I shot my own video, but yeah. it sucks compared to what he did. I'm sure you should totally get that clip from him and yeah. toss it up on the website. Oh yeah. You guys hear that? So if you guys are, if you guys are at Lilac Hills and you guys are doing a tour, uh, helicopters. We they, have room for a helicopter. They have room for a helicopter. So if you want to get dropped not, off in a helicopter, not many people can say that. that. That's a selling point right there. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if any other venues can do that. That's awesome. Not many anyway. Yeah. That's super, super yeah, it cool. Was, it was pretty badass. Huh? like, oh my gosh, we're getting attacked. It's fine. <laughs> Japan's Well, it was, <laughs> it was funny. So I have neighbors off to the West um, and they, you know, they know that what we're doing here yeah. and everything. I got about six texts from my neighbors off to the West. Who's the big wig getting married out at Lilac Hill? In the helicopter, it's like, oh yeah, we got a helicopter. You know, no big deal. No just, big deal. Just a freaking helicopter landing on the flex. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah. So I'm assuming you've worked with plenty of photographers and videographers, then, right? Oh yeah. Okay, so like, what are some of your favorite? Like, what are what are some traits about them that you specifically like? They stand out to you. They're the ones that you're like, I want him back. I want her back. I want them to come back and shoot more here. Like, what's what are some things that you look for? It's probably the most difficult question of yeah. the evening so far. Yeah. I, somebody, some of the pictures that I've seen, you can tell there's a difference with a photographer that looks for kind of a cutting cinematic edge, mm-hmm. um, beyond above and beyond just the, okay, this is a pretty picture of the stairs. They're, they're looking for, I don't know, the unique lighting, the unique angle, um, how can I how can I make this look even more cinematic than what it already is? Um, I had a I had a videographer out here for a wedding on October twenty fourth, and it was a cold day. It was thirty eight degrees. It was cloudy. Most of the leaves were off the trees. Mm-hmm. You know, we were hoping for a nice fall color yeah. at that time. It wasn't in play. Um, but he's he spent a lot of time outside just showing off the way he filmed it. Lent an air of you know, romantic, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but just romanticism to it that somebody is just going to take that extra time to look for those unique angles because there are so many, there's so many neat places to shoot out here. You know, you can, you can shoot right nearby the building within the three acres, but you know, if, if the bride and groom are a little adventurous and the photographer is willing, 
go explore the place because mm-hmm. there's old stone walls and, and, and a cave up there and a tree swing and the front porch of the house and everything. If you can figure out, if a photographer can figure out a way to incorporate that into a cinematic story mm-hmm. of that couple's wedding day, that's going to stand out. That's, that's what's going to be important to me, Yeah, you know, as a venue owner, but also for the fact that I care for the couple and want to make sure that they have the best memories possible, Mm -hmm. because that's the only thing other than their own memories. That's the one thing that they have to take with them for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. I'm sure that whenever like photographers in here, like, I'm sure that you point them out to you're like, Hey, there's Mm -hmm. this over there. Oh yeah. There's that over there. Well, and I, I always encourage couples to have their photographers get a hold of me well ahead of time. And the photographer can just come out and yeah. Go scout or go scout around. Mm-hmm. I don't even really need to be here. You know, if they just let me know that they're going to be here, go explore, have yeah, fun, figure absolutely. it out. I think that's really important too. Um, not just as a photographer, but as a venue owner to be able to be somebody who's like very easy to communicate with. Yeah. So like, that's another thing that you said earlier, you were like, have really good communication yeah. with your wedding couples. Over communicate. Yeah. But not just that your wedding venues and like, yeah. I mean, I've shot at some venues where, you know, I haven't had to get in contact with like the, like the venue <clears throat> owner, but other people uh-huh. like when I shoot here, yeah, this is gonna be a good. Oh yeah, nice connection Oh right no, here. dude, I, I I can't wait to have you back yeah. out here, man. Super excited about it's gonna that. It's gonna be fun. That's super awesome. So, um, I want to end on like kind of a strong note. And so, my big thing is, I want to see, in your opinion, what sort of advice if you could maybe give your top two pieces of advice to wedding couples mm-hmm. um, when it comes to looking for a wedding venue. Um, what are some things to look for? Sure. So I, I would say, especially for 2021, and even it's going to stretch on into 2022, be flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand now there, there's going to be certain couples that they're, they're set on a date, you know, due to some sentimental feeling. You know, my mom and dad got married yeah. on this date, you know, grandpa and grandma. I get that. Uh, but be flexible. It, it's it's a weird year. Um and it's definitely an understatement. <laughs> it's a weird, weird year for couples to figure out and find that really nice place that they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there, there may be a social hall available on the Saturday that you want. But if you want a special experience, a lot of those places are booked already. So be flexible with that. Um, the other piece of advice, I think this is really the most important thing, is understand that you're there for the purpose of getting married. Mm-hmm. Yes, you want to have a nice day. You want it to be beautiful, unique. The colors, uh, you know, the decorations, all of those things. But in the end, that's not important. Mm-hmm. They make for pretty pictures. They they don't impact your ability to get married one little bit. So pick a venue that you're going to be happy getting married at because that's the end goal. Mm-hmm. And don't view it as a production. You know, you know, don't view it as, well, the day is ruined if it's not spot on perfect. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, again, especially if you're looking at an outdoor wedding venue and, you know, you're looking at, you know, May, June, October, those prettiest times of year here. Fact is, we're still in Nebraska. The Mm -hmm. weather here sucks. And it can, it, so if you have your heart set on this one thing being perfect and it doesn't work out, don't let that ruin your day. Because in the end, you're still getting married to the person that you love. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still making that pledge for the rest of your life. And that's really the most important thing. And still take joy in the fact that you got to come out and have a good party. Because even if you can't get married outside, come inside, get married, and have still have a fun party. You know, so be flexible. Be laid back about it. The, the brides and grooms that I've seen that had the best times were the ones that were 
super laid back about everything. They had certain specific things that they wanted and they liked, but if it didn't go 100% that way, oh well, no mm -hmm. problem. You know, so that's that, that's my two bits of advice. I would guess I would say. I might I might want to add a third in there is get get married at Lilac Hills. <laughs> that might be number three. <laughs> I, I I I hope so. Yeah. Thank you very much. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think I th I think it's very insightful. I mean, I think wedding couples will get a lot of like. Um, what's the benefit out yeah. of that? Um, I don't think there's a better note to end on. So no, thank you. I mean, um, I just last little bit of that. I mean, I've been married almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. My wife and I didn't have any money. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of help from parents. We got married in a social hall. Our dinner was cold cuts, sandwiches, and some, you know, finger food appetizers. The fact is we got married. We have a hell of a party mm -hmm. and we're still married 20 years later. So you can do the same. Um, just, you know, you can have this big, beautiful venue, um, and do it some, you know, simple if you like, and just come out and have a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think there's a better note to end on that. Um, I want to take a few moments just for you to kind of, you know, plug yourself and plug the venue and, <laughs> okay. um, give your, you give yourself a chance to kind of like this question. Okay. So, um, you can go to, uh, the T H E lilac hill.com. That's our website. Um, we're adding some more information. Um, I'm working on a blog on there to help generate more interest. Um, you can also search lilac hill, Nebraska on Facebook and lilac hill, Nebraska on Instagram. Um, I'm not like the best at social media. Uh, so our Instagram page it is running. Sucks. <laughs> it, it does. Not again, I'm in my forties, so I don't know how half that shit works anyway. Um, thankfully I have a, a wonderful niece who does know how that works. So in, in her spare time, she uh, figures out ways to make that happen for me. So, um, those are the best ways. Um, if you come across us via, on, uh, via the web on our website, you know, give me a call, shoot me an email. Um, that'd be the best way to get a hold of me. And I'll be, I try to respond really quickly. You're very responsive. That's a, that, that was yeah. one thing I noticed. So like that's, yeah super awesome so yep um yeah with that being said i mean go go check out lilac hills go give chris a call check him out on instagram check out his website um super awesome i'm gonna plug button up a little bit here but if you want to um you have to go check out buttoned up weddings and events go check out absolutely Zach. Go check out yoshi um go check out some of the things that we've posted um read a little bit up on them we capture wedding video we capture wedding photo and uh with that being said guys if you were listening to this on spotify Give the podcast a follow. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, if you give us a rating, um, five stars preferably. If not, that's okay too. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Let's get this done. Let's do it.